All right, tile friends. Here we go. Recording live. Hello, Tile Friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is the podcast that is strengthening the tile industry. We're doing this with our business education designed for contractors and by contractors. This education is being heard around the world. It is assisting tile contractors to build sustainable, profitable businesses. The result in this work is a stronger industry from the contractor up. Today, we've got a great roundtable discussion. I've got four friends with me. Uh, We're going to be talking about the mud event. We're going to be talking about mud work. We're going to be talking about the history of tile. It's going to be a fun, fun discussion, guys. Uh, The mud event happens August 26th through the 28th. Tile Money will be there. I'll be there. We will be live broadcasting each day, all three days during the event. We've got a couple bonus sponsors uh, like shagtools.com and Rodcap Products that are flying me out there and my equipment to be able to do this. So thank you to shagtools.com and Rodcap Products. Join us tonight for a roundtable discussion. We're going to discuss the plans for Idaho Falls Mud Event. Uh, we've got Mark Christensen. We've got Mike Foster. We've got Mario Garcia and Joe Lima. This is going to be a good event. Before we bring these gentlemen on, I want to thank the sponsors of Tile Money. The NTCA can be your most valuable resource. The National Tile Contractors Association is the oldest and largest association for tile contractors in the world. They can answer and provide you with the answers to any question that you have in the tile industry, whether you're looking for solutions on the job uh, for complicated problems or you want to speak with an expert in a specific field of tile like the um, the Zoom meeting they had today with Mike, uh, a 50-year pool expert. So if you wanted to know about pools, that was the place to be. Let me tell you, I caught some of it uh, between working in the office and it was a very informative discussion. So the NTCA has your back. Uh, Join the NTCA. Talk to Jim Olson to learn more. Ladycrete International is another sponsor of ours. Ladycrete is the leading innovator in the tile installation materials world. They're literally credited with inventing Thinset and winning the World Trade Center contract for providing a lightweight solution to build the world's tallest buildings at the time. Ladycrete's a family-run, privately held company. They have family values that you can feel, whether you're talking to their reps or all the way up to the family members who are still working in the business. I love Ladycrete. They provide everything you need to install tile from the waterproofing to the grout and silicone one-stop shop. We've got a third sponsor, GoBoard. GoBoard is an innovative tile backer board that is manufactured by Johns Manville. Discover the possibility with this easy-to-cut and handle waterproof product. It's lightweight, yet very durable. You can carry a lot of boards in one trip. You can seal those joints and fastener penetration using GoBoard Pro Sealant, and that will give you an ANSI A1181 compliant installation. GoBoard Pro Sealant is available in 20-ounce sausage packs, guys. Ask your distributor if you're interested in and getting yourself some 20 ounce sausage packs. All right, learn more at jm.com slash go board. And our last sponsor is happytileguy.com. I am in co-owner in happytileguy.com. That's where you can get your professional website built, fully optimized for SEO lead generation, generation for your business. All right, let's bring on tonight's guest. First, we got Mike Foster. Mike. Hello. Good to see you. We got Joe Lima. How's it going? And we got the tile guy, Mario. Yeah, yeah. And Mark Christensen. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Well, thank you guys for joining me. We've already got a bunch of people watching live. We have people from Facebook. We've got people from uh, uh, YouTube. We have people in LinkedIn watching us. <laughs> All right, we got Simon Beams in the house. We got. A lot of cool people. Homza, yeah, we got a request for Isaac Homza. That would be a good one. We'll get him out there. We got Chris Pearson. All right, guys, so we want to get into the mud event. Before we do that, let's let's do a roundtable introduction, starting with Mike Foster. Mike, can you tell us about your history in the tile world? So Mike Foster, I'm a 27-year vet. I uh, learned from my father-in-law, who's a third-generation tile installer. Uh, learned all the old ways, float three sets, three a day. Um, 
What does that mean? Float three tub rounds and set three tub rounds in one day. Hello, if you can't Abby. do it, go home. <laughs> That's what I got told. Um, he was uh, he uh, taught a lot of the apprentice programs down in Ventura, Santa Barbara, for the local unions down there. Then he moved back up here when he retired at 42, and I started dating his daughter, and he said, you need to come and learn a trade. So yeah, here I am. That's cool. So and- then my son come aboard. He finished college, and uh, he said, Dad, I want to do something different with the business. And I said, what's that? And he's like, I want to you know, do this, do this, do this. And opening a retail store was part of it. And I said, well, let's open a retail store, and then we'll, we'll work on the other parts of, that you want to do. And so we're two years into the retail end of it. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Well, if anybody wants, uh, has questions for a newer re- retail store owner, tonight's the night. Um, obviously, you know, get to know Mike a little better at the Mud event. Let's get to know Joe Lima a little bit. Joe, where are you at? What are you up to? Oh, not much. You know, just another hard day at work and coming on here to tile money. Good day. Nice, nice. What did you do today? Um, I'm working on the tub. Two inch by eight inch ceramic tiles, lots of spacers. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's kind of the same background as Mike there. Uh, started out in local three, Santa Clara County, down in the Silicon Valley, you know, floating set all day long. Wasn't three tubs a day. What we were doing back then was a tub vanity floor. All of them floated, all of them set same day. And uh, it was a hustle and bustle for years like that until I started you know, getting away from the production type of thing. It, it'll beat you down, man, if you can stay in there too long. Yeah. And uh, great place to learn how to float. Great place to learn measurements for tile. You know, the setting part was a little iffy, but, you know, that's it was it was just wham, bam, you know, slam it in and get out. So mm. good, good learning experience. And now I'm trying to pave my own way up here in NorCal. Yeah, well, you're making a name for yourself, that's for sure. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing seeing you at Mud as well. Let's let's bring uh, Mark on here. Mark, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Tell us uh, where you're at and a little bit about your business today. Uh, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. So I have owned Tarkus Tile since 1999. I started it really young, probably uh, too young, but I have kind of made the best of it and it's, it's going pretty good now. I'm actually uh, have a little different background than these guys. I didn't, didn't do any mud work until about uh, 11 years into my tile career. So in about 2010, I really wanted to learn. And so I decided to start teaching myself with the help of the John bridge forum. And it has become a daily part of our, our life now. And we're, uh, we're finally at a point where we were able to do it efficiently and make money at it. So it's, it's exciting for me to see, uh, kind of a mud revolution happening right now because it's been a huge part of, of my, you know, evolution as a craftsman and, and I'm excited to share it and a lot to learn still. So, mm-hmm. so you started with what, like Duroc or cement boards? Yeah. Duroc cement board. I actually was building pretty board showers before I ever learned how to float a shower. So, mm-hmm. um, I kind of, kind of went backwards a little bit, but, uh, in my opinion, it was moving forwards. So, yeah. Right on. That's cool, yeah. man. Really cool story. Well, we'll dig into it a little more. Let's bring let's bring uh, Mario up. Tile guy. Hey, what's happening, dude? My name is uh, Mario Tile Guy. Uh, some of you guys might know me from my mud event. I'm just a uh, Central California track wrap commercial tile setter. Worked in a lot of big shops down here. You know, um, I put it on the ground, man. You know what I mean? Mix up thin sets, set some tile, and. Uh, you know, um, Mark mentioned John Bridger Forum. I didn't even know that was something like you could really participate in. I didn't understand the internet much back then, but I used to read a lot of stuff off the John Bridger Forum, mm-hmm. you know. And then one day I just kind of like, I was really bored and I was really, I was like trying to find something else to do. Um, I was actually really tired, tired with the industry, you know what I mean? And I was uh, bored one day and I was jumping on Facebook and I don't know what made me do it. And I, I fucking, I, I, searched tile you know in the search bar yeah my wife had mentioned that and she's like just search for tile you'll you'll see something you like and i did boom global tile posse there was like a hundred members hundred or two it was like the very very beginning of the global tile posse 
And I was like, boom. Got on there, posted some pictures of my work, and I was like, I'm home. Nice. I'm home. This, this is me. So that kind of lit your relit your fire for, for instantly. Passion. Yeah, instantly. I was I was shocked. <laughs> I would. I mean, I gotta admit, like, like you know, like I'm, I'm like I said, I mean, I'm a track rat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We got mud boxes. We got chopping hose. Like, you know, a little box of tile. Like, you wake up in the morning, you float the wall, you tile the wall. Yeah. After you're done floating and tiling the wall, you grout the wall, go home, come back, do it again. You know what I mean? I jump on Global Tile Posse, and these dudes are putting this orange shit on the wall talking about taking four days to do a shower and i was like what the fuck i i couldn't i mean i was like beside myself i seen like all the different things that guys were doing i was like what the fuck are you guys doing yeah you know like you got float the shower float the shower tile the shower yeah done i had no idea um the products that were available to people or that we were such a small fraction of what was going on. I just assumed guys floated in tiles. Like when I jumped on Global Tile Posse, I always joke with guys like, you'd never last in California. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you go to apply for a job in California, first question they're going to ask is, can you float? Boom, you're done. You're not getting hired. But I would have been the opposite. I would have been that guy like that moved to, I don't know, Oregon. And they would have been like, tiled me as a tire guy. I'd have to be a helper. I, had, I didn't even know what the hell foam was. I didn't even, you know what I mean? Or a bonding flames drain. A what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, so like, I really feel like, you know, like I got a lot of years experience, but I really feel like I have really minimal years experience because of how closed off to the world I really was. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's some good points there, Mario. I'm going to kind of jump off of your point there and say I was also, you know, ra- raised and taught in the track track home building world in tucson arizona um my my uh my boss he knew how to float though so we did about six custom homes a year but the rest was all track homes but i remember just tripping out you know 18 years old and he's like okay we're gonna you know he's had this trailer he's like we're gonna get some sand i was like sand we never used sand before right we're just doing floors and he grabs the sand and the portland and the lime and he's showing me how to chop it and he taught me how to float, um, you know, real early in my career. Uh, we didn't float a lot, like, you know, because like I'm saying, we were, the bulk of it was just floors, 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 floors. <laughs> you know, that was what we were knocking out. But uh, it was kind of an interesting introduction. And he actually knew how to float really well, looking back. he, I mean, he knew the trade really well. We did, we gridded all our, our, our floors. Uh, he taught me how to grid everything so we could start on opposite ends and almost always end up close to perfect. <laughs> but um yeah so let's let's open it up here i've unmuted everybody i think um and uh let's talk a little bit maybe you can keep talking about the mud event mario give us the the overview and then we'll just go from there organically kind of like overview mud event is uh, it's not just about mud like i said there's going to be tons of vendors there there always is um showing guys new products you know it's, it's really exciting in fresno because um, I think there's a lot of locals that go that are shocked as I was, you know, the first time going to Muddy Event. Yeah. But the tools, the the different guys that are doing the things, like that's really been the focus of the Muddy Event is the end. Um, I, I say the end user. You know what I mean? It's 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 about the tile guy. You know what I mean? You have the vendors, you have the distributors, you have all these guys that are doing this, and in the end, we're kind of the consumer. You know what I mean? We're the ones who feel this. We, If we're not buying the products or the tools that these guys are pushing, then they don't have an industry. So, and I just was, when I very first got on Facebook and I was checking these things out, I realized real fast that there isn't anything um, out there event-wise um, on a grand scale that's designed for the end user. You know, surfaces, covering... You know, those are more tailored towards uh, vendors trying to establish themselves with distributors. You know what I mean? We're, we're there just for the showing and things like that. You know what I mean? But they're not really targeted at us. And that's where the thing with the mud event is. I want to bring back the history of tiling, you know, the, the core. I feel like, you know, if a guy doesn't want to mud, fine. Learn it. You know what I mean? Learn the deepest pit of our trade. You know what I mean? where it became. You'll grow as a towel setter. 
you have a deeper appreciation for the industry, you know, for your, uh, you know, a lot of guys, you know, argue, you know, are we Masons or are we this or are we that? You know, I guess the modern tile guy, tile guy really is gotten away from being a Mason, but when you find those roots, it, it, you become more of a, more comfortable in your trade. Mm. And I think us getting together and kind of sharing these old ideas um, like Mike was talking about the three tub a day. You hear these guys talk about that. I, I love that shit, dude. I love to talk shop, dude. That's like my, that's like my favorite thing to ever do. All my buddies here around town, mm-hmm. they know. You call Mario, you're talking shop. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I, I, I just it's it's what I love. I love getting guys together. Yeah. I love hanging out. You know what I mean? I love trading ideas, and that's really what the Mud Event is about. It's about community. It's about supporting each other. It's about the tile guy. Mm, yeah. Abby wants to know what about the tile girl? <laughs> Bring I, on. That, I spoke with that about another life. When I say tile guy, I'm talking about in a unisex type of mix. You know, the, I, I think women in the industry is fantastic. We had one girl in Fresno who did tile. We called her the tile chick. You know what I mean? I don't know if she's floating around here or not anymore, but she was on the groups for a little while. But seeing all these women in the industry, I have three daughters. Mm. And until I really got on the groups, I had no idea that there was a place for my daughters in the industry. Mm. And now, you know, unfortunately, I'm learning that later in my uh, parent, parenting, parenting, you know. But my 10-year-old daughter, I bring her to work for me for full days at least three times a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she, and, she, and you'd be, I'm, I'm really surprised how motivated she is by seeing what I do. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, let's pass the mic to, uh, the mic to Mike Foster. Mike is actually the host. He owns tile trends where mud event is happening this year in Idaho falls. Uh, Mike, can you share a little bit about the schedule for mud? So the schedule is Thursday, the 26th, we're going to do CTI testing. So the CTI testers, We'll be here Wednesday. They have to check in Wednesday night, and then that will start early morning Thursday, run all day. In conjunction with that, we'll be setting up for the rest of the event, building modules, what's left to build, or so on and so forth. Then Friday the 27th, Artex is doing a tile and stone academy, and then all the other vendors will have set up that they can do, you know, display their products, mix up some thin set or some mud or whatever they want to do. In conjunction with that, I just learned we're going to be doing some floating as well. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Mario? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. There's going to be so we'll have some of those modules getting floated so that Saturday, the big event day, that they can display waterproof membranes going over floats, um, so on and so forth with that. And then we'll be doing floating as well. I think Joe's doing the curb display Thursday or Friday. Friday. Um, I believe we're going to do the curb on Saturday, and the majority of the floating will be on Friday. Okay. Let me jump in here real quick. This is an important training that Joe's going to handle, how to float. A perfect curb. It, it's something, you know, that I never really felt I mastered. <laughs> I've seen, and that's because I've seen masters do it. And I, I'm, you know, of the nature to say, hey, I'm not a master yet. But I've seen what Joe can do, and I've seen other people. I've worked with other people. So Joe is going to train you how to float the perfect curb. And that's one of those very valuable trainings for a tile contract oh, or tile installer. I mean, it's it's one of the essentials, right? But to really perfect it takes some time. So that's going to be uh, – I'm really looking forward to that, Joe. What, what, what other trainings are going to happen, Joe? What, what else do you have in store for us? Uh, well, as far as we know, on Friday we're going to have a wall with a 90-degree return for a couple feet. Um, anyways, we're going to have a niche in there. I figured, you know, might as well float a niche, show people how that's done. Mm-hmm. Do the 90-degree 90, 90 float. Plum Square, and then that will be before lunchtime, mm. to my understanding. And after lunch, you know, we come in, we rub it down, and then we, we're going to have four other walls so we can go ahead and show people 
how to float just stand-up walls. You know, we'll have four of them lined up with a few mud tables there, and they can go ahead and get their hands dirty, attempt putting some float sticks in there and cutting some mud, and we'll be there giving them tips on what to do and show them some uh, tricks along the way. Nice. So, and then Saturday is is what now? What's happening on Saturday, guys? Who's got stuff going on Saturday? Well, on Saturday, like kind of just to build off of what Joe was talking about, Schluter is going to be coming to work with Joe to build the modules. And early on in the event, we had talked about the mud pan challenge, you know what I mean? Where there was going to be two competitors and it was going to be really heated and um, I, 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 I'm, that's not really what I was interested in for the event, but it's something that we are going to have the mud pan maybe contest in fun, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what we're going to be doing is incorporating the Schluter bonding flange drains, different kind of drains you can do, floating the shower pans into those, and then also, you know, doing Joe's curb and things like that on Friday. On Friday, too, uh, by request of me, we're going to be doing a little bit of showing of wet shimming of board walls as well. Mm. Schluter will be hosting that because that's something personally I'm really interested in um, learning to do. And I know that there's a lot of guys that float that are curious about that and a lot of guys that do board walls that can never wet shim. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that. So we're going to be doing that, squaring up shower walls. Joe's going to be doing a lot of floating. And then on Saturday – we're going to be learning how to incorporate foam building products into floated walls like seats and, you know, uh, floating shelves, things like that. And also how to do topical waterproofing systems into the, the bonding flange drains that we we're working with before. Also, um, Rodcat is going to be working with Mark and Map High off on another module. Uh, what they're doing on Friday and Saturday, I don't know, but I know that, uh, from the little that I've heard about it, because these it, it, there's a lot of information happening even for us really fast. Mm, uh, yeah. MapPi has a product that is used to true up walls. Oh, let's let I, Mark talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mark, tell us what you're up to with yeah. MapPi and what that product uh, is. So Rod kind of roped me into a demonstration about this, but that's fine. Um, yeah, MapPi has a product called Planetop 330 Fast. It's a fiber-reinforced highly modified rendering mud and we've been using the crap out of it for the last couple of years in fact we're working on a big indoor uh, koi pond right now with all these really bad concrete walls and we've gone through like a pallet and a half of the 330 fast to get it all uh, rendered flat and and to you know custom size to fit our one inch tiles that we're using and it's a really cool product i know i know some of the other companies have one too uh, I'm not affiliated with MaPay in any way. I just buy a lot of their stuff and like it. So uh, I kind of got volunteered to, to do a little showcase on it. But it's been a really cool product for us. We use it a lot. A lot of our builders have uh, Den Shield already installed when we get there. And it's easier for us to just set some strips and float right over it with, with the 330 than it is to uh, tear that out. You know, if there's if it's in the budget, we'll hang last and do a and do a full float. But sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's quicker and more profitable to just do a, a skim float with that stuff and and get on to waterproofing and tiling. So it's a cool product. I'm excited to show it off a little bit. So it sounds like a cool product. And you know what I understand about a lot of these rapid you know rapid products. Um, they're very useful. They can be really good money makers, really good problem solvers, right? But they yeah. are a whole other animal. <laughs> and you they know, are, they're, they're uh... sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say I've worked with like AM one hundred, for example. But you know that takes time, and I'm sure you know this other thing. Uh, is it plant? What say the name of it again? I'm sorry. Three uh, three thirty is what I caught. Yeah, Planetop three thirty fast. And the rapid setting aspect really intimidated me at first. You know, I wasn't. You know, I wouldn't consider myself uh, one of the greatest mud men out there. So to throw in a rapid setting mud and try to float with it was was kind of daunting. But once you get a rhythm down, um, it's really it's really a great thing to work with, and it's not it's not as intimidating as as I first thought it was. Mm-hmm. So, but it's extremely useful. I mean, we use it on all kinds of stuff. Like I said, we're doing a bunch of like walls in an indoor pond right now with it. And it's, it's been awesome. You know, you can keep a fast pace and it's, it's ready to 
rub down really quick. You can do multiple coats if you have to go really thick. We've had to go up to two inches on a few of these balls, and we're able to just do four or five scratch coats within half a day and get it out to that thickness we needed um, without having to wait, you know, multiple multiple days. So yeah. uh, definitely kind of, uh, you know, advanced technology product, but the same same skill set as as doing regular mud work, just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So. What I learned after using, like I said, AM100, I'll give them another plug, is uh, once you use this product or one of these products and and get to know it, it's one of those products that you always want to have in your garage, in your shop. And you never want to be caught without it because you never know when you need it. Um, We've got a couple great questions I want to address from the audience. And anybody that's watching live, we've got uh, a bunch of people watching live if you have questions about the event or about mud work please feel free this is a good time to start asking those questions is everybody staying at a certain hotel or is it a free-for-all uh does any mike can you answer that where would be the best is there like a downtown location or idaho falls how many people i'm just gonna tell you i'm just gonna tell you get any hotel you can right now yeah it's it, it, we've got a lot of events going on right now in Idaho Falls and surrounding areas that I, I've heard that it's been getting kind of tough to get a room. Um, so whatever you can get, pretty much I'm centrally located amongst all the hotels. You're talking five to ten minutes away. Okay. So, so you can't go wrong. If you can find a hotel, do it. Book it. Airbnb. Yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. Airbnb. Airbnb. I searched Airbnb in Mike Foster's area, and there are tons of openings, and they're all reasonably priced. Nice. Nice. All right, we've got a – Chris is coming in from Chicago. He's excited, but he wants to know – I'll just read the comment. This will be awesome. I'm concerned that there may be more hands than available hands-on opportunities. Can we address this? So uh, he wants to get dirty. He wants to get down and dirty yes, with the mud. Yes. Gunlock Tools. Gunlock Tools is providing plenty of trowels, hawks, uh, floating equipment to get on. Um, that has been a big complaint about um, uh, guests at the mud event in the prior three. So that's, like I said, Schluter's making a lot of modules, a big, huge module we'll be able to get down and dirty with. Um in the last minute, me and Mike and Joe may throw together some other modules. I've got a forty-foot wall we can float. Yeah, exactly. Rod's <laughs> got a whole new mo- a whole module there. There's going to be more floating going on at this mud event than there has been at any of the mud events together. Nice, nice. So plenty of opportunities to get in yes. the mix. Carlo wants to know what brand fat mud. We're going to have sand and lime, here. Carlo. The only way. Yes. We are going to have no, I, think, <laughs> I think all the distributors are going to bring their fat mud versions. That'll be cool. Uh, Mario told me that Dynacrete, or not Mario, but Lance said Dynacrete's going to send some stuff up. So I think there's going to be a lot of different versions of, of mud there, but the majority of it will be old school mud. Yeah, I like that idea. When I'm doing the demonstration, I'd like to use what I'm used to, but at the same time, I totally want to try something I haven't yet and see how it works. That would be a lot of fun, too. So Exactly. And, you know, probably end up using it in the future for certain things where you need something that's more rapid setting. You want to set on it right away, you know, something yeah. you need to tune up. So I'll more. admit I'm excited for the rapid set learning because I haven't played with mud in five years, so... Yeah, You know, once I started doing the retail gig and, and gearing towards that, I pulled away from all of my contractors. So I'm excited for the rapid set learning. Totally. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, we keep plugging AM100. I mean, I love that stuff, dude. That, like, out of every product made in the tile industry, I hate to say it, I'm anxious to use this map high planet top. I've never used Laticrete 3701, but I have used AM100, and it is, like, by far a bag product I can get from the store by far. Mm-hmm. The number one product I can, yeah. I can get my hands on. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can fix anything so quick with it. I mean, but also, too, um, I'm real anxious, too, is about the ways you mix mud. 
there's going to be a really new, uh, innovative way to mix mud. Oh, yeah. Gravi- gravity mixes mud. Steel mixer. That's what he says. Gravity <laughs> mixes mud, right? I've been I can't wait to try it. You throw a bag in and you get this little mixer and you go, blip, blip, blip. You got a bag. It's done. It's done. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for yeah. so the steel mixer. Is that what it's called? The, the steel mixer. Yeah. If you, if, you, if you guys are driving in there, this dude is bringing thirty of these mixers. Yeah. We will be using the shit out of these mixers at this nice. event, and if they are worth it, trust me, I have a feeling you guys will be buying them. So bring <laughs> three hundred, three hundred some odd dollars with you because this cat's coming with thirty of these mixers, dude, and. I've been watching them for about a week, and I am, I, I'm ready to drive home with ten of them. I think I might be strapping one to the roof of the rental. <laughs> oh, right. these, these things are sick, dude. Have you seen them? They're like, like I don't know if you guys have mud boxes. You know, it's a black plastic material. It's the same exact material as a plastic mud box with the two handles, and the little dumper comes out. So you mix it in there, and then you can pull it off and use it to dump. Yeah. I watched the video. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, I'm stoked on that thing. So Beast Mixer just confirmed today that they're going to be here as well. So. Excellent. Excellent. Nice. That's another product I've been really interested in, but I've never, um, you know, I'm one of those guys, like, it's got to be at my vendor, or I ain't buying it. Yeah. You know, yeah. A lot of guys buy off the internet and all this shit, but I'm, I'm one of those types, like, I got to touch it and squeeze it. If you it. can touch it, you can buy it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sold, you know what I mean? That's so true. I gotta order it, man. I'll hum haw around all day long. Yeah, yeah. But that you know, we go through a lot of buckets at my shop. <laughs> uh, Kurt's got a question. Um, what are you guys' opinions on screeds? You guys using uh, aluminum screeds or you know L L L or boxes or what do you guys like? Aluminum, aluminum, yeah. Yeah, aluminum L metals. L metals, yeah. You use the big box screeds too. Only on floors. For floors, floors, yeah. Yeah. For floors, yes. You know what I mean? For floors, yes. But most of the time, even then, I just use my levels. Yeah. You know, I'm a a big L-screed guy. Big L-screed guy. When you're doing a wall, you need that L-shape for it to cup the mud so you can dump it either on your mud table or back into the bucket. It's got to have that L on it or else the mud's not going to go back down. Yeah. we we had a we had a question earlier. I think Carlo Craner uh, uh, brought it up about uh, you know two coat versus one coat. Who who all's doing two coat? Who's doing one coat? Anybody doing two coat here? So I do both. We do mostly two coat, um, but I I when I started learning, I decided to learn both. And uh, you know if if the budget's there, we'll do a two coat. Um, it's a lot more work, but it is an awesome way to go but we did a one coat recently just because the designer wanted some mitered returns um and it looked really good you know yeah so it it was uh it was an opportunity to to use a different way than we normally do and charge extra for it you know it it was uh it was a good thing so yeah 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 my commercially two coat float it's it's required you know in these in these government projects so that's the only time that we're doing it in, you know, all residential housing. Yeah, one coat flow. Yeah, one coat. Mike, what? How do you do it out there in Idaho? One coat. One coat. Yeah. I mean, I learned two coat, but most everything out here is one coat, one and done, and start setting tile. You yeah. know, especially on our big customs. I mean, you'll be a day afloat on a custom house. You know, eight by eight shower, and then you know you got another guy in a tub surround floating it. The last thing you want to do is stretch that out throughout a whole week of floating, you know. Right, so. right, right. I mean, the whole idea behind the two-coat float is longevity. You know what I mean? The you know, These residential houses, you know, we're doing them in the one-coat float because the, the reality is is that sometime within 30 years, that shit's coming out and being redone. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. commercially in hospitals and prisons, um, you know, uh, public buildings, you know, these tile jobs were, you know, they're being installed. They're going to last a hundred years. And, you know, and I really, and I'm a firm believer in that you need a two coat float system in those bathrooms. We plan on having these bathrooms for a hundred years plus. Especially when people are using them every day. Yeah. These are heavy, heavy used. They're taking hotsies in there to clean it. Right. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Good point. Well, I've, I've torn out enough one coat floats to, 
you know, have trust with the res. You know, you know. I mean, up oh, in yeah. uh, up in Northern California, it was chicken wire and one coat floats. If done properly, it'll it'll be there for years and years. You just get the claw hammer behind it and give it a good tug, and the whole damn wall comes off. Yeah, yeah. Mario wants to hot mop. Mario, get out of here, man. <laughs> we uh, nobody wants to learn how to do that. Yeah. That's uh, you know, speaking of hot mop, I mean, that's one of those subjects. You know, in San Luis Obispo County, it's not even. You know, it's like outlawed. You can't even find a hot mopper. I mean, they're not. They're not supposed to be doing business there. I've done work for Southern California people. Um, who who will buy home like Pismo? They come up and they'll bring their hot mopper from LA, but we don't have any hot moppers up in San Luis. There was just somebody, you know, too many companies doing them wrong. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fresno Fresno's the same thing. There's no hot mop in Fresno. You know where uh, you know where hot mops are very very popular. Southern Silicon Ca- Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. There's hot mops going everywhere. Oh. oh yeah. I mean, when I was working in Santa Cruz and like you said, you know, San Jose Bay area, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the stuff, but it's funny. Cause right there in San Luis and Fresno, they're like, no, you can't find them. And then down in LA, Santa Barbara, you find them again. Yeah. It's hit and miss. It's pretty weird. Yeah. But then you get a lot of this really custom stuff. And this is where, like I'm saying, like the, the shock for guys like in there, we got this big shower and it's shaped like a, a half of a circle. You know what I mean? It's, it's got a straight section, but then this huge wall that's radius and it's 16 feet long. And uh, we sent our pan guy over there and he comes back and he goes, how the hell am I going to put a vinyl pan on this? <laughs> you know? And, you, you know? And so, yeah, we're going to do a top, we're going to do a topical system on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, with a linear drain there, but it, it's crazy. Like a lot of the contractors here in my area, you know, they run into something like that. And the first thing they think is, Oh my God, we don't have a hot mopper here. There, it doesn't even register to them that there are systems readily available to them at home Depot. <laughs> that they can, you know what I mean? That they can solve the waterproofing problem that's right in front of them. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's scary to think that, that, that those kinds of things can arise for a 20, 30 year old, um, you know, experienced contractor. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. You know, it's, that's why it's really good to, you know, Mike and I were talking about this earlier today. Even if you're not going to change the way you do things, just be aware of the solutions that are out there. Uh, my friend, Ryan Clark in Southern California, I, I finally convinced him to go to the Schluter training uh, a few years back and our, he was interested in it. You know, he's fourth generation tile guy, you know, lime in his blood and all that. And so he goes to Schluter. He's like, well, how am I going to get my contractors on board with this? Because it, it's just him running the business, you know, installing every day. How am I going to get my contractors? He was sold on the product. He was sold on the idea. But the problem is his contractors are, you know, ready to retire and they're set in their ways. Well, he gets a phone call the next week. The contractor says, hey, uh, we've got a tension slab. The people are insisting on a curbless. I can only jackhammer out maybe an inch. You know, what, what can we do? Do you know of any solutions? He says, I got the perfect solution. We'll we'll put some fast mud in or whatever. We'll, we'll curdy it, you know, and I'll, I'll curdy all the walls. And he solved that problem. The contractor could have kissed him. And then from that day on his, that contractor was sold on the idea. One by one, all his contractors came in and, um, you know, and went for the newer solutions just because they do provide solutions when you need them. Right now we had an interesting comment. It's backwards from what I would normally see or think. I'm just going to read it. What do you guys think is the best way to connect floated walls, so mud floated walls, to a foam shower pan? Is this guy trolling us? Are we getting trolled? <laughs> I've actually done quite a few of these. All right, Mark. It's, 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 it's totally it's it's weird, but sometimes I'll show up at a job and the walls are messed up, but we're Absolutely. we're in a hurry. It's it's got to be a, a quicker job. So I'll screed the walls or I'll hang lath and float them. And then I'll have Rod cut me a pan. I'll run and pick it up and slap it in there and we'll waterproof everything. And, you know, it's, 
it's a quick prep. I'm not one of those one day shower prep guys. I'm usually at least two or three days prepping a shower. Yeah. But to be able to get perfectly flat plumb walls and then, you know, speed it up a little by throwing a rod cap pan in there. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not what people are used to, but, uh, my opinion on this whole, you know, foam versus mud, whatever is, is it's, it's a ridiculous debate. I mean, there's a place for all of it. And if you can master all aspects of our trade, waterproofing, foam, mud, you become invaluable. I mean, there's no job that you can't take. And all of a sudden you're a very wanted contractor. People are going to start seeing that you're the guy that can do whatever needs to be done because you know how to do all these different methods. You're not just stuck on one way and it opens up a world of possibilities and, and in turn a world of, uh, you know, chances to make money, you know? So I think it's great that this event is bringing together like uh, all these different vendors with mud. I mean, if you can, if you can, even if you don't want to use mud all the time, if you can get a basic understanding of it, it'll open up so many possibilities to you. I mean, it really will. It's mind blowing the amount of uh, new, you know, possibilities and work that we've gotten just by being able to solve problems with mud work. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is. It's a, it's such a valuable skill that I, I think you're missing out if you don't want to at least give it a try, you know, and I feel the same about foam. I mean, uh, you know, I, I share a shop with Rod. I see him every day and he's always making foam while I'm going to pick up mud. And, you know, I incorporate his foam into almost every project I do somewhere, even if it's just a little thing here or there. Um, and he knows that and we, we work well together with those two products, you know. It, the, the sky's the limit if you can if you can get a dabble in a little bit of everything that's my opinion so i love it well, man it's like luke and i talked earlier it's even with the thin sets i mean my little area up here in idaho it was a customs it was a customs area for a long time and when mate come aboard you know i was like i'm i'm jumping the customs wagon i want something new and different you know, and now I've got Ardex in the store and Laticree. You know, you've got to be willing to try all of these because all of them have a different workability. Right. And, and they have a different I think benefit, you're a right? fool if you don't try it all and, and, and be well known to use all the products in a whole. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. You know, that that's, I was a one trick pony. You know, that's what, that's what us mud guys tease these foam guys, board guys about. You know what I mean? They're one-trick ponies, this and that. But I was a mud guy. I was a one-trick pony. I, I could only float, had real limited knowledge of things, you know. And now that I know all these different products and I know all these different things, I know all these different people, you know, it, it motivates me when I see these showers and these problems and these things like that because, you know, we're, we're a hundred, you know, I'm, I'm a general manager for a company that does about $100,000 a month. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a very high-paced environment where we are. we got to solve problems like now. You know what I mean? And having the knowledge that I have now of all these different manufacturers' products and the best ways to utilize them now, we solve these problems quickly. It, it, it's 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 really motivating because running into jobs that hurt your brain and are hard to solve can can really wear on you. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to sleep at night, trying to get jobs done on time, um, trying to sleep at night. Yeah, you know, we, we all we all want to sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? And and when when, I, when when you get these problem jobs that just won't go away, you know I, I I know you guys know what I'm talking about, man. You're fucking having nightmares about this shit until it's done. And having this uh, uh, just simple knowledge of all these other uh, solutions that you have at your hands mm-hmm. can give you a good night's rest. Absolutely. Absolutely. When, when somebody wants something installed after the fact, for instance, like a little, a little uh, shelf down low, so they can put their foot on there and shave their legs. Yeah, and you're like, dude, why didn't you tell me when I started? Exactly. But all you got to do is take a nice thick piece of foam and glue it up to your mud wall. Boom, problem solved. Right. Done. Yeah. Done. Yep. CA20B. Yep. <laughs> yep. Makes it nice and easy. I, I just keep a little. Uh, I keep an extra board in the garage, you know, and if I have to cut a piece off and take it to work, then that's what I do. Yeah. 
it's invaluable. I mean, you've got to be there. You know, like Mario says here, you got to be there to get to know the vendors, get to know what products they have, to get to know the solutions. I mean, that's what we're doing. You know, if you're in business, you're providing solutions to people who have problems, and you're providing a service. So get to know the products, get to know the solutions. Um, this has been a great conversation. Have I missed anything, guys, that you want to add in before we wrap it up? Um, Come to mud. Come to, come to mud. Come, come to mud. <laughs> Don't miss mud. out. Yeah, just give it a chance, man. I know a lot of you guys are on the fence. A lot of you guys are on the fence, but like some of what we covered, man, just just pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. You know, some of you guys, it's it, it's a it's an industry event. It's a tax write off. All the money that you spend coming to this event is a tax write off for you. Uh, you know, independent contractors. Just pull the trigger. Come learn something new. Um, you'll be happy you did. Trust me. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I would say, go ahead. I would say if, if, uh, if like Mara said, if you're on the fence about learning mud, I mean, give it a try. It, it, it changed everything about tile for me. When I found, found mud and started seeing the possibilities, like I got a new excitement about the trade. Um, it really, it really kind of skyrocketed my, my, progression as a craftsman i feel like and it, it's fun man i love it if i could float all day every day and and make a good living doing it i would and you know currently that's kind of what we're doing is is a lot of mud it's therapeutic it's fun it's useful and you can make money at it it's it's not an old dinosaur way it's not going anywhere um you just got to learn where and how to use it and it's it's totally worth it man yeah totally worth how learning. you market yourself yep yeah it's a nice solid substrate Speaking of marketing, right. you know, I said this at the first event, the first mud event I went to, which was in Fresno. I, I can't remember if it was two or three or, you know, number two. All right. I was at number two. <laughs> uh, that's what I thought. I was at number two and I gave a little, you know, 10 minute speech. And I said, hey, guys, like, listen, I use foam today because I, I can differentiate myself. I'm in I'm in remodels. I'm in people's homes. You know, foam is just cleaner. It makes more sense. I'm in condominiums, all this stuff. But if I was, you know, in another state where everybody else was using foam, see what, what happened is everybody in California for the most part is use, is floating walls. So I was like, well, I have this new product and I marketed myself just like Mark just said, market yourself. So I marketed myself as this, hey, I got a new product. We got different warranties. We got, you know, you know. It's, you know, that's part of business. But if I was living in, you know, the middle of America or wherever and everybody's using foam, it would be very valuable and it would actually raise my value to learn mud and say, hey, guys, I got this ancient, you know, I'm doing things the old way and here's the reasons why it's better. You know, I mean, if you don't think your way is the absolutely. best, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> right, absolutely. So, so anyways, uh this it's is, hard. It's hard to get used to the different, uh, the different systems. You go back and forth, and on the rare occasions that I use a topical in the shower, I have to sit there and remind myself constantly when cleaning grout joints, don't let this knife go too far because I'm used right. to cleaning joints over mud. Right, and you can right. do it as you want. You know, that's true. Treat it like a heated floor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and when, like what Luke said, same thing. You know, once I started learning about these foam products and like I got my weedy certification number and things like that, I marketed it instantly. And the homeowners that you run into here were like, what's weedy? And I'm like bidding against guys doing foam, sh doing mudded showers. And I'm getting a higher number doing a foam shower than they're doing the mudded shower. And it's like crazy because. It's something new. The, these clients, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to float my shower, right? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to use this weedy stuff. It's it's clean. It's this. It's blah, blah, blah. And boom, instantly you get the job. Mm -hmm. I got this certification number, you know, right here. Boom, look, weedy, weedy certified installer number whatever. I think I'm like number 120-something in Fresno. And boom, done. Done. It's, yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. Go Google it. Google it. Check it out. Go to the weedy website when you're looking at my bid. You know, you'll see me on there as one of their certified installers, blah, blah, blah. I'll bring the Weedy Rip, which is Kristen Blanchard. At that time, you know, when I was when I was moving Weedy showers, we'd come meet with the client and hey, get them all tickled, and boom, it, 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 it's done. 
Make them feel good. Here's oh, a good yeah, question. Definitely. Is there a registration for the mud event? No. Nope. Just show up. Just show up. All right. Let us know you're coming, though. The CTI test is the only one that you're going to want to get registered for. If anybody's interested in taking that, Kathy called me yesterday. Our cutoff is going to be probably Monday, Tuesday for her to get you your manuals out to you and get your literature and all of that. So get signed up. Don't waste time. That's another thing that you can market. I mean, yes, I think it's hocus pocus, but that's a marketing aspect. You can, you can use it to get your prices higher. It gives you litigation. Like it's all good guys. Just do it. Just do it. It's good for you. It's good for the industry. Take the CTI test. Um, the, the NTCA and CTEF are expanding. You know, they, we're in the infancy right now of CTI. A lot of guys look on the CTI as negative right now. This is just the ground floor of this education. Over the next couple of years, we're going to be taking these educations to the next level. There's ACT testing that you guys are really going to want to look forward to. Some of you guys are going to see this ATT, ACT testing going, oh, man, dude, I want to do that. But then you got to realize you got to have the CTI before you can do these things. So like I'm saying, just get it done right now. That way when we grow these educations, you guys are already available to do these advanced testing. That's something the MUD event is going to be working directly with. Uh, the NTCA and CTEF and expanding ACT testing over the next couple of years. Uh, we've been in talks. We're going to talk more after this MUD event. This is the, the, the education does not stop at the CTI. That is just the beginning. And I know it's been a long time coming. It seems like a, a, a stagnant thing, but it, it's going to grow. And you guys, trust me. When you guys see the availability for education beyond the CTI, you're going to wish you did CTI at the ground floor, like the rest, like me. I'm, I'm 1680. Mm. Not only that, it's a good experience. The experience, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the experience. Like me and Joe CTI together. Yeah. And and I will never ever ever forget that experience. You know, that was I mean? a good that, time. That was a really good time, man. It's stocked in. You know, we the, the Flash was there. Jason McDaniel was there. We're at the Ardex Academy here. Oh, yeah, at the Ardex Academy. Dude, I, I couldn't have picked a better group of guys, a better time. I mean, it's just, just participating in the event was worth the $500. Nice. Side note. Yeah, go ahead. We're, I'm going to bring two OG guys. My father-in-law, he's 84. Nice. Hell his yeah. His brother, Sweet. 89 years old, driving up from Ventura. He's, they're, they're excited like 16-year-old kids. <laughs> so, That's awesome. It's going to be cool. And those, cool. Are, those are the best guys, man. God rest his soul. Armin Tavi, Mud exactly. One. Who remembers, man? Yeah. We had, we had, we had Armin Tavi, dude. My hero, dude. My hero. That guy was a character and a half. Oh, my God, dude. I love that guy. <laughs> so that's something, too, in the long term. We're going to, we're you know, uh, um, um, we're going to make sure we, we, we honor him. But that was the last event he participated in his life. And he loved industry events. And you I know, got the last, uh, I have the last Armin Tavi mallet that he personally handed out hanging on my garage wall. Sweet. Nice. Oh, my God. We we had uh, somebody earlier ask about coming to the East Coast, and I do I do want to say I don't think I'm overstepping that you know we want Mario wants to grow mud to the point where Absolutely. it will be regional you know nationwide events. Absolutely, this yeah. is just a trial, just a yeah. trial run right here. It, just 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 like anything else, man. We're like uh, you know tile money podcast mud event. You know this is just the beginning. Yeah, this is just the beginning. We are going to grab hold of this industry, take control, and point us in the right direction, and we're all going to do it together. Talk about the raffles. What do we have raffles, Mike? What what kind of raffles did you put together for us? So we've got an AR. Um, we've got a box of diamond hole saw bits and four-and-a-half-inch grinder blades and a 10-inch wet saw blade. Um, just heard yesterday there's going to be a Costa Rica room. Um, 
Who, who's providing that? Phil away. McKay? So, yeah, so, so Phil McKay, my homeboy, you yep. know, real good friends at Phil McKay. All the buddy events have had a one-week stay in Costa Rica at the Dragon House. You can Google it. It's on YouTube, Dragon House Costa Rica. This place is the shit. There's no cell phone signal. Like, you got to walk like a hundred yards out into the ocean mm-hmm. to get a cell phone signal. <laughs> I win that trip. Yeah. Mike McAfee went, uh, Donato Canzio from Fresno. He's owed a trip because COVID kind of rained on that parade. But yes, um, absolute black diamond as always has stepped forward and said that the main event in that raffle is going to be a one week stay, five days, five nights free, all you got to do is fly there, stay in Costa Rica. And if you want to know anything like that was like, call Mike McAfee. He'll tell you all about it. He's or call like, Mike Moreno if you want to talk to a gentleman. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Moreno went too, but he wasn't the winner of the event. But, yeah. He oh, went okay, too. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's this not place good. Is, yeah, I haven't been, um, but talking to both of them, um, this place is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good times for sure. And uh, and w- w- did you want to add anything else to the the raffle? That I mean, usually the um, there's going to be a few other items. They're trickling in. Yeah, know. there's a lot of things like Ruby. The last three years has been good for a, a, a DC twelve hundred tile saw. I don't imagine Bernie. Uh, you know that this will be any different than it was any other year. That's somewhere that Ruby has really stepped forward with. You know, is giving away a tile saw at the at the event. In partnership with DeSoto Sales, of um, you know they have places in Arizona, Nevada, and California, a distributor they partner with, you know Ruby Tools, and give away a tile saw every year at the event. I assume it's still going to be that way at this event. Um, last year, some of the vendors brought TVs, uh, electronics equipment, so there's all kinds of stuff. The raffle's super fun. Yeah, it's a good raffle. It's a really good raffle. Yeah, that's the way we get you guys to stay. We give you a ticket at the beginning of the day, and we don't do the <laughs> raffle to the very end, and you got to be there to win. Nice. My, my homeboy, i got a funny story. My homeboy, really, really good friend of mine, Doug, was at the Mud Event 3, right? Yeah. And he, and he stayed there until 3.50, and he left, and we called his name for Costa Rica. Yep. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. Like, he left, dude, and we called his name like not even five minutes after he left. Oh, make you sick. Oh, yep. So don't leave you, early. Do not leave early. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the the chances are very, very real to yeah. win that trip to Costa Rica. Yeah. I left at the second mud event. I must have had three thousand dollars worth of stuff I won. Oh, it was yeah. ridiculous. The van was full, man. It, it was full. Yeah. I had thin set. I had weedy shower kit. I, I had so much stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm really happy he won that stuff, too, because I, I had a really long night at Joe's one night, and I ended up sleeping <laughs> on top. I ended up sleeping on the weedy kit. Nice. And, you know, that's a big bed. <laughs> Good bed. <laughs> it, made, it made a nice bed. Nice. Yeah. And now that that is over at uh, it's at Mike's house now. It's going to be his bed. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to answer this one more time. So the mud event is three days. The first day is a CTI, correct? The correct. second day is Ardex plus other vendors training. So Ardex Academy plus other vendors. So it's you know it. I think Ardex is full. The, the academy it is cool. Yes, but and there's got, other stuff got, going on Friday and Saturday. Correct, correct. Friday is going to have uh, mud as well, but I, I'm pretty sure we're going to be outside. Is that correct, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We want to. We want to give the guys who are doing the Artix Academy. Um, Terry takes this very seriously. Like I said, it's it's not just about Artix with Terry. Like. He is probably the single best educator in the industry. Nice. So we're going to give him the respect and keep far away from his academy because the guys that did manage to get in there, you guys are in for the time of your lives, dude. Like this Absolutely. guy is like a wizard. Mm, yeah. That's awesome. You know, and when you know to be able to participate in one of his education classes is it, second to none. 
I was wondering how we're going to keep those separated. And when I found out we're going to be floating outside, that kind of set me at ease a little bit so they can stay focused in the other room back there. Absolutely. So I got I got three tents. I got a 20 by 30 and then two 20 by 20. So we'll have plenty of shade out of the elements if it does decide to get crazy. But we'll be good. Mm-hmm. I see somebody in there so, so I can still sign up. There are no sign-ups, man. Just show up. Just show up, yeah. Just show up, man. Just I think the up. only sign-up is CTI and Artex Academy, and I think CTI is... Artex is full. Artex is full. CTI C- is still open. We have six guys testing, and it's open to ten, so... Yeah. Yeah, so... All right, guys. Well, I really appreciate your time. I want to respect everybody's time. It looks like Mark is uh, the the moon went red or something over there. The sun, the sun went down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting outside my kids' karate for them to show up. So it's getting dark here, but right on, I'm brother. Good. Well, we appreciate you sharing your knowledge yeah. and all you guys. Oh, thank you, man. I'm excited about this thing. So me too. Me too. All right, gentlemen. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. All right. See you guys soon. Yep. See you in a couple weeks. All right, Tile friends. Well, that's another live Tile Money podcast. Thank you so much to the audience for joining us and asking your questions. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Until next time, uh, if you want to stay in touch with all things Tile Money, we do have a weekly email newsletter. Sign up in the the, uh, show notes. Uh, Stay in touch with Tile Money. We're doing some fun things like, like the mud event. We let you know about events, things of this nature. So until next week, stay positive out there and stay profitable, Tile friends. Talk to you soon.